Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Our hosts are experts in obesity medicine and have collectively treated thousands of patients for obesity and are here to help you on your own journey. All four of us are busy parents, so we totally understand what it's like to try and live healthy while also trying to stay on top of the busy demands in our life. Thanks for taking time in your busy day to join us. As some of our hosts have medical licenses, we have a legal disclaimer to share with you. Here it is. Please note that our podcast is not intended to, and shouldn't be considered, a substitute for professional medical advice from a doctor or other qualified healthcare professional. You should always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare professional with questions you may have regarding your medical condition. You should not rely on this podcast for medical diagnosis or treatment, and you should never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of our content. We would like to talk a little bit about, okay, so here I'm starting my weight loss journey, or I'm in the middle of it, or I'm way into it trying to be healthy. At what point is it okay for me to do this solo? Like figuring this out myself, going to YouTube videos, listening to this amazing podcast that we produce, (laughs) um, versus when should I start working with a healthcare practitioner? When is it valuable to do that? Okay, ready, go. When what? When should we see a provider? Yeah, when should you see when, when at what point is it like okay, I've done this myself, I need to go see a provider. Basically, in my opinion, anybody who is on medication for anything, be it depression, be it blood pressure, be it high cholesterol, be it diabetes, be it anything, you probably should have a provider who can help you with that because that medication could be making the obesity worse, but it also could be hindering your process. So they need to see providers for exact Especially in that, but we also need to, while they're in their journey, adjust the medication. I'll give you a hint. Doctors are not very good about t- getting people off medication. So somebody who is willing and wanting to get you off, off the medication can definitely help. And I think somebody who has tried all the lifestyle interventions, diet, exercise, sleep, stress management, and they're just not getting anywhere. Okay. Um, that's what that tells me Like there's something hormonal or neurochemical or whatnot that's happening inside the body that's preventing this from from losing weight. Okay. So as a practitioner, a patient comes to you, has done all these lifestyle interventions, are still struggling. What are you going to look for? I'm going to do a bunch of blood work. Yes, I give you a heads up. <laughs> I do a lot of blood work. <laughs> a lot. But I am looking at all these other odd things, looking at your insulin level. I'm looking at your A1C. I'm looking for markers of inflammation. I'm looking at your cholesterol. I'm looking at your liver functions. I'm looking at your other hormones, be it testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, DHEA, um, I'm lo- leptin. I'm looking for something that's off to help us. And again, a lot of people go, well, I thought it was my thyroid. And everybody has always been checked multiple times. And they always say it's normal. It can be. Just because it's in the normal range doesn't mean it's not perfect. It might not be right for you. It's normal by the lab value, but it doesn't mean it's normal for you. I was going to say one of the reasons I started working with Dr. Rigby was because most practitioners will chase numbers, numbers in the labs and whatnot. um, And you don't. You look at the the patient as a whole and look at their symptomology and then make decisions in a treatment plan. So yeah. So looking at it from that perspective versus just the labs. And again, a lot of people go, wait a minute, I looked at my labs. It says it was normal, but you're saying it's abnormal. Why? So I'm, I'm trying to interpret what's going on with them 
by the numbers, not like the numbers decide where we're going to go. Cool. What else? Anything else? Um, another reason to go is if you, um, with the internet, there's so much information <laughs> out there. Um, it can become overwhelming. And then you hear one person say, do this. And then you hear another person say that. Um, so sometimes it's hard um, to figure out what's best for you. Um, and you can do more harm than good. Um, yeah. just trying different things. So um, that's a good time if you are like in that analysis paralysis mode um, or just totally overwhelmed. Um, it's a good time to go meet with a provider that will, again, do what Dr. Rigby and Cheryl have mentioned and take what those normal lab values are and also compare it to what you're doing. Because not enough doctors, um, in my opinion, do that. But it's both to look, it's important to look at both and the whole body. Okay, so I'm listening to this um, podcast. I'm living in Pennsylvania, far from Utah, where we are located. How do I know as a good provider? Like, what do I look for? A couple of things. One, there are some organizations out there. You can look at American Board of Obesity Medicine, abom.com, and look for providers in your general area. You can also look up um, OMA or obesitymedicineassociation.org and look for providers in that general area. Again, all of us do things slightly different. They might not do the exact same way we do it, but at least these doctors are at least looking at obesity different than the stuff we were, were taught in medical school or in residency or something like that. We They've done at least a little additional education along this line. It's somebody who's willing to look at the root cause and not just, here's the symptoms I have, but what is really causing my problem? And a lot of times it is going to come down to that hormonal dysfunction. Insulin resistance is going to be a key factor. So if you are exhibiting those symptoms that we talked about in the other podcast of insulin resistance, I would find a doctor who specializes in it. Mm -hmm. Or metabolic health is another word we'll mm -hmm. hear. Um, you okay. can find a metabolic health doctor specialist. So since you brought that up, there is a new organization. It's called the Society for Metabolic Health Providers, or SMHP, and you can look that up. I'm impressed that you got all those acronyms. I was thinking, and in, my, in okay. order, <laughs> I would have been totally yeah. off. And they're um, on the Society of Metabolic Health Providers. They actually have a database, so you can find wherever you're located and see which providers are trained in their um, protocols. But keep in mind with this pandemic that we're going through right now, a lot of providers can do online stuff. So even across state boundaries, across state <laughs> lines, and some are requiring you to have a license. So if you're Googling or searching for doctors with provider or licenses in those areas, because I know some back east who are having medical licenses in multiple states so they can still see people in those areas. So some states are regulating and some aren't. I know a provider down in Arizona that he'd love to do more, but he has to see him in the office first if it's outside of the state before he can establish care. So okay. look at your state, but kind of get online and you can always reach out to the provider and see if they will see you over telehealth or telemedicine, whatever they want to call it. And if they'll do it, great. If not, maybe they have an idea of somebody else in those societies that can reach you in that particular area of the United States or the world. Okay. Anything else? When, and on the topic of, should I do this solo versus working with a provider? 
I, I think if you're wanting to use medication to assist with weight loss, then you need to come and see a provider. Okay. And, and I would even plug in any over-the-counter medications. I'd as? be very leery. Um, there's like hydroxycut and stimulants that promote that they're all natural, but they can be just different herbs. Different herbs. Oils, I've heard mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they can be just as dangerous for the body. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, provider. If so, basically, if you've tried it, you're having you're not seeing the benefits you want. Again, you might want more than what your body can actually do, and that's where a provider can come in and go. Well, that's taking us outside of a healthy range, so maybe we shouldn't try to go to there. So, anything that you've trying to do and you're not seeing the benefits, or you're struggling, come see a provider. I like to see what, I mean, you can be skinny and unhealthy inside your body. Oh, yeah. So when you see a provider, they can run the tests, the blood tests, other other tests to see what's going on actually inside your body and see how healthy you are. So it could not, I mean, you might be like not on any medications, um, but to see if your changes, your lifestyle changes are helping, that is another great time to see a provider so that they can run the tests to see what's going on inside and help optimize your health. If you've ever heard the term TOFI, thin on the outside, fat on the inside. Okay. That's how yeah, kind of a real the, thing. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Or skinny fat, another pe- other people will yep. call. Who they're quote-unquote obese or overweight, but their body's actually in pretty good health. Yeah. Or if you've been told, since we're going along that route, if you've been told you have fatty liver and you don't drink alcohol, that's another thing. So things like a big that. red flag. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And if you've got a provider who is only using an overall scale number and um, the, the BMI, the you've got a problem to determine whether you're healthy or not. Yes. To determine whether yes. or not you're, you're normal, overweight or obese, because those numbers don't tell us anything. Can we get rid of the BMI? I, I agree. Second thing. motion. <laughs> All in favor. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> He's calling Biden. <laughs> Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. I was well, going to say, let's the, see if we get the train back on. Come on. The, the, the BMI, the reason it's not effective is because it was used like 50 years ago. It was, it's so archaic and it uses a small. Wait, wait, wait. You're calling us old people <laughs> archaic? Oh, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can, you can edit that. <laughs> I'm saying the system itself oh, is archaic. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it, it's taking just your height, your weight, making a calculation, and boom, there's your number. It doesn't take into factor your, your health markers, your metabolic health, or anything like that. Or where the fat's located. Right. Yeah. It's way more dangerous to have fat that builds around your gut and your stomach. Um, that fat likes to kind of cling onto all of your organs and causes problems like fatty liver and, and cardiovascular disease. And she's not talking mm-hmm. your... Uh, Love handles? Love handles or muffin top. That's not the dangerous fat. No. Inside stuff. It's the inside that really you need a bioimpedance scale or DEXA scan or some other form to measure. Cool. Because you can be normal weight, normal BMI, everything, but still have obesity because your fat to lean muscle ratio is off. Yeah. And that can cause long-term health problems. So really all I'm hearing is get rid of the scale. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. For, thank yeah. you for our podcast. I, and see a provider. I that one. <laughs> so I will. We'll reference those uh, organizations that we talked about, so people can go on there and they can look up some providers and see if there's anybody local to them that would be helpful for them. Thank you, everybody, and have a good day. Thanks. 
Thanks for joining us on the Why Wait Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is Community of People Elevating Their Mind and Body to Lose Weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Wait Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.